0: Hello, I'm Shara Beckley. In today's episode, we're focusing on social media, drawn on our experience of working with organizations and core markets such as professional services. And joining me in this conversation is... Anthony Haynes, Communications Director at F.J. Wilson Talent Services, because we're also, Anthony, really building on our experience and direct experience that we've had at F.J. Wilson Talent Services, aren't we? Indeed,
1: yes. And uh, greetings, (laughs) Greetings, Anthony.
0: Um, So let's take it all the way back. What do we mean by social media to begin with?
1: Well, I think it's actually, when Mm -hmm. you start to think about it, it's a surprisingly complex question. I don't think it's worthwhile trying to find a single definition of social media that hits the spot. I think the truth of the matter is which definition you use will depend on your purpose. And in in my own life, for instance, if I was talking about social media in Mm -hmm. a work context, I'm probably giving it a different range of meanings Mm -hmm. from if I was talking about it thinking my personal life or my social life. So the important thing is just to sort of try and be clear mm. when you use a term in a particular context, what are you meaning by that there and then?
0: That's a really good point. And if we were to break it down for, for the purpose of this discussion, what would those buckets or examples be?
1: Well, in my own mind I think there's a kind of core um list of social media um, media or mm. functions, the kind of things where probably everyone has these things in mind. I mean I would say, you know, Facebook linkedin twitter instagram these are sort of fairly generally accepted i think there are more debatable types like i would say when you use the phrase social media are you thinking of youtube Mm. are you including blogs and podcasts in there because I, i i find different understanding so i mean what 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 would you what would you take it Brace?
0: such a good point the core i would agree with you you know facebook linkedin twitter um and the mm. more professional perspective and then more social snapchat have to love snapchat and then of course instagram etc mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah where would i put youtube but it's not one that springs to mind when i'm thinking about social media but it is one of those mediums that yeah. mm.
1: Perhaps one of the criteria we're using here is to do with degree of interactivity. I mean all of these things can be interactive, yeah. but a blog can be interactive in the sense that it um encourages it it, it elicits comments from people or um people pass it on and share the links or they write a uh, blog post in response to your blog post so they can all be interactive but some things are sort of the degree of interactivity is higher than others i suppose that's one criteria
0: i think that's a helpful approach because you've got like with um twitter for example you sort of live update so to speak but perhaps with Mm. youtube i mean you mentioned the interactivity but you'd have a pre-recorded video that goes on there or blogs podcasts etc which are more pre-recorded than a you know Hi everyone. <laughs> this is where I am today live.
1: Yes, I think that's a, that's a sort mm, of second criterion, yeah. isn't it? Yes, that's yes, that's helpful.
0: Thank you, Toki. So then thinking about ways in which to use social media, what kinds of things should you or should you not do? And as usual, we're going back to our bronze, silver and gold, aren't we, Anthony? <laughs> What's our bronze to
1: start with? One day you're gonna shock me and ask for the gold <laughs> one first and I will go to pieces. Um the bronze one is, is I've made it bronze because I think it's the third most important, okay. but it's probably my favourite one. Mm. Um, which is to be disciplined. And and what do I mean by being disciplined in your use of social media? I'm really thinking about the cost. Mm. So the first thing to do is to calculate the financial cost of social media. People will tell you, "Oh, the great thing about, you know, being on Facebook is it's free." Well, no it's not because if if nothing else it's costing you your time. And so the thing to do is to calculate the number of hours of staff time devoted to social media and then calculate the average hourly rate and then if you multiply the two that that's roughly speaking the cost of social media and it's really good to confront oneself with that cost I think these things are time traps so if you say to someone how much time do you think you'll spend on social media this week and then if you could calculate how much time they actually spend it, it tends to be that they spend more time than they're really kind of recognising their spending, and of course, it's actually quite difficult to calculate because we dip in and out of social media. You know, actually coming up with a kind of genuine total amount of time is actually quite difficult to do. But the reason I like doing this, the reason why I'm trying to calculate the cost, is it brings home to you the the fundamental underlying concept, which is opportunity cost, which is you can't do everything. If you do one thing, you can't do something else. You can't spend the same time doing something else. And so I think it's really important to be selective with social media. In particular, I think be wary about the number of platforms you use. So it's so easy as each new platform comes along, you know, Snapchat, oh yeah, we'll do that. Um, TikTok, oh yeah, we must use TikTok. Well, if you end up with a large number of platforms, it's very, very wearying trying to jump between them and trying to keep them up to date is a nightmare. And what tends to happen is some of those accounts become less up-to-date. Well, that's actually not a good look, actually. Being out-of-date and therefore possibly inaccurate, that's really bad. So that's all a very long way of saying just kind of recognise you can't do everything and, and obtain a measure of the cost involved, and that will help you to decide, like, how to the optimal kind of behaviors of
0: it can agree more and particularly helpful for business leaders who have to make a decision on sort of how much budget to mm. allocate for example to social mm. media um, and, and particularly what they want to get out of it which I'm I'm sure is going to be in the silver and gold so i'll pause there and ask you for mm. the silver point okay
1: <laughs> well it rather grows out of the first point really which is you want to monitor what mm. you're doing and to evaluate what you're doing and in order to do that you need to develop a set of metrics and therefore it a lot depends on having an appropriate set of metrics
0: what do you mean so you know we often think of page views number of followers the mm. reach
1: yeah so i I would say I don't mean okay. those things, or, or probably okay. not. I mean, there are some circumstances where they are useful. But actually, the general rule of thumb is the things that people talk about endlessly and obsess mm-hmm. about. Tend to be the least meaningful So if you say things like number of yeah. followers What does that actually tell you? Uh, well they follow you Great do they access your content And if they access it what do they do with it? Do they engage with it or not So you keep hearing these people Say oh that was really successful That got you know x thousand views Or whatever Or you know I've got my number of followers Up to a thousand or whatever The figure is you have to ask yourself if there's anything meaningful about those figures, and I mean, let alone chasing after yeah. the figures. So you get these people say, so, you know, I'm trying to get to a thousand likes, and I need another ten. Well, okay. So people think, oh, I'll click yeah. like. Well, what's meaningful yeah. about that? Then? It's
0: it's the so what factor. Um, okay, so yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so
1: what's the better choice? I think measuring things that require some degree of effort on the part of the okay. responder so viewing something doesn't really require much effort at all and actually even clicking like which is a kind of response but it's you know that's such a minimal degree of effort isn't it you have to ask well what what what's that measuring but if you have calls to action that require a bit more effort then you can be sure that if someone does respond, there's a bit of meaningful um, engagement there. So for instance, if you click on a link because you want to, something interesting, you want to know more about it, well, that, that that's meaningful. You didn't have to do it, but not a great deal of effort. I think if someone downloads a document, yeah, that requires a bit of effort. That's a bit more commitment. I think if they actually have to register in order to download a document, that that's even more effort so of course as the uh, amount of effort goes up the numbers (laughs) drop off of course but actually they also become arguably more more meaningful so that's the first thing i'd say there is think about things that um, require some sort of meaningful degree of engagement the second thing i think is to think about well what's your goal anyway at fj wilson we, we produce a fair amount of content in terms of pdfs and podcasts and so on to support our recruitment processes so we have content for instance on how to interview people and we have content on how to be interviewed in a job interview or how Mm. to give a presentation and actually the main reason for developing those things is not to acquire followers or hits or likes or whatever I mean we're quite happy for people to do that but really, they need to become a part of our processes, a part of our conversation. So if we're saying to a candidate, by the way, before we interview, you might like to look at this resource on how to be interviewed. And if they actually do it, and then they come back to us and say, oh, by the way, I found that really helpful. That's a really useful metric. That's a really useful thing to hear about.
0: That's so interesting. And it's such an excellent point. Uh, Why aren't we all doing this? Particularly as we talk about, you know, content needs to be sticky. But Is the number of views going to tell Mm. you how sticky that content is? No, it's um, Mm. the engagement, and this is where you draw it out from. Mm. I can't think that there's another one on top of that, Anthony, (laughs) but there is. So what's the gold point? Well, I think, again, I think that kind
1: of grows out of the previous one. So I would say the gold one is to avoid thinking of the social media as a push Mm. medium. In other words, avoid... Um, thinking of social media as just a way of telling people about yourself and what you're doing all the time in a one-way communication. So there will be some people listening to this who think that's so obvious it's not worth saying but it's definitely not true of everyone and incidentally I'm not saying you should never use social media as a push medium. You know if you're sending us let's say a series of tweets or some of them might be push things they might just be designed to inform people or advertise Mm. what you're doing. It doesn't mean They can't be that at all. It just means don't allow that to become the dominant way in which you approach social media. And I think you still see an awful lot of push media where effectively people are thinking of it as a form of advertising. It's just a subset of advertising. And probably, I don't have any data Mm -hmm. to support this. This is an impressionistic thing. I think probably the worst offenders are large corporations who still think of it. Uh, very often as really a kind of advertising and certainly mm. government and public sector bodies do this a heck of a lot so I think it's better rather than to think of mm. it as a push medium to think of it as a con- conversation so think about reciprocity you know two-way um, communication so that includes things like responding to other people's okay. content um, you know maybe they want to find something out and you know the answer give them the answer interact with them Sometimes I find myself on Twitter, I'm interested in the tweet, and I just say, could you just yeah. tell us more about this? I'd like yeah. to know more about it. Uh, helping people out, you know they, they're they looking for something and you, yeah. you know where they can find it. So think of it as a two-way
0: conversation or a dialogue, I suppose, rather than a, a push medium. That is certainly, definitely a goal point. Because just going back to the point on um, engagement and trust, it's sort of asking the question, what do I need it for? If it's to you know improve the services that we're offering to our clients or customers, then I need to be engaging with this audience. And the only way I'm going to get that is if I don't sort of operate as a, a one-way dialogue where I'm just pushing content mm. out at them. Mm. All righty. So we've gone through our bronze, which is... All about being disciplined. Silver understanding the the metrics that we need to monitor. You know, switching it from Mm. sort of going from quantity to quality, which is aligning with you know not being sort of the push medium and developing that trust amongst the community to know that they can have and engage with you as an organisation or a Mm. leader across your industry. Mm. And I realised, really,
1: I should have. Perhaps added a corollary to the last mm. point. um So uh, maybe I can just sure. tack it on here rather <laughs> inelegantly. I think the things we were talking about there in terms of the reciprocity, the mm. dialogue, in many cases, what you're trying to do, or I think should be trying to do, is become a trusted member of a certain community of practice. But the problem there is it takes a long time to develop trust, it doesn't happen mm. instantly. And it requires a good deal of effort. I mean, all this stuff we talked about, about responding to people, sending people helpful information, all this stuff, that requires a good deal of effort. And so it's a major commitment. And so I think it's always worth asking yourself, like, is it worth it? Going back to my previous points about the metrics and the costs, it's, are you sure you want to do this? Because the danger is if you're not prepared to develop devote a lot of effort, you just don't do it very well. Well, what's the point of that then? It won't be rewarding. And if you're going to do it very well, it probably is going to be time consuming in a major way. So you really have to think, yeah, am I happy with that? Or maybe I don't do it.
0: So if you could say bingo, but absolutely. And <laughs> um, I think what's really helpful will certainly been for me is that in organisations, you have a dedicated social media team and you get the the outputs, but this conversation has been particularly useful for people such as myself who aren't in the social media team and can understand what, what sort mm. of thoughtfulness needs to go into it yeah. in terms of what we do need to get out of it as an organisation. So thank you as always, Anthony. Yes. No, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Sharon. And thank you to our listeners. And please do join us for the next episode of Recruitment in the modern world. The music for this episode comes courtesy of the composer Harry Chalmers.